What is up, quality people? We're back another week of a quality pod <laughs> on the Quality Life YouTube channel. My name is Joshua Proppin, and I'm joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Kenya McIntosh. We got a great show lined up for you today. Before we get into it, we want to tell you who we are and why we do stuff. And so, Quality Life was created to elevate your lifestyle. So, by, you know, giving you the biblical virtues um, that you should strive to. Uh, we have the mission statement. You were supposed to put it up. That was your cue. Quality yeah. was created to encourage you to elevate your lifestyle by adopting biblical virtues. I can't believe that just escaped me. But yeah, that that is it, people. Um, and if you are listening to this on a podcast app, if you want to be a part of the chat, we got a great community here at The Quality Life and catch our live recordings, then go into our YouTube page um, and you'll see our schedule. You'll see everything that we got going on there. But before we get into our two wonderful topics of the day, I just want to let y'all know my softball team is 7-0. We are recording this a little earlier because we're trying to go 8-0 tonight at 8.15 Eastern time. We are absolutely killing the game. Undefeated. And so we're undefeated. Hopefully we can stay that way. That is our main goal. How have you been, Kenya? Are you off to a great start to the week? Yes. Great start to the week is being conquered slowly but surely. Awesome. We're going to talk about artificial intelligence and how that mixes with the gospel today. We're going to talk about this crazy photographer who got just the craziest client of all time. I promise you, you're going to want to stick around the, after the AI segment to, you know, listen to us react to that. Um, but let's get into our show. My face like just broke out. I felt so ugly, guys. Reading and diving into the word about it. One, it could be way worse. And two, that's not what defines my beauty. What defines my beauty is like I what I present to the world, what God has given me. You don't need to be fixed. There's nothing that about you that needs to be physically fixed. And that's what makes us beautiful, is like the inward work that he does. Some people can get so like consumed, like especially as a girl, like you can get so consumed with, oh, I gotta have my lashes, I have I have to have a beat face, mm -hmm. I have to look a certain way so I can get this kind of man or I can get friends. I think it really takes like a point in life where it's like those things don't matter. There's perfection in your imperfection and that perfection is going to come for the work that Christ does in your life um, to make you, you know, spiritually better rather than you know physically better. A lot of people end up going into situationships because they're like well I'm not ready to be in a relationship yet but right. it's like but you're doing everything that would be a relationship wise you're seeing them and you don't have a commitment yeah you don't so it's like Wanna, you know deep down, like I said this in my video, you know deep down you want a relationship. Right. So just be intentional about wanting a relationship. You want somebody of good character and of good virtue rather than, you know, somebody who you are just off the charts physically attracted to, but they have, you know, the things and the characteristics that won't allow them to inherit the kingdom of God. The AI gospel. Hey, we got a poll in the chat. Is artificial intelligence dangerous? Can AI preach this gospel? We about to find out today on the Quality Life. Quality people, 
This is the quality life. Make sure you... Because we don't want to be quality by ourselves. We're about to get into, you know, I asked artificial intelligence like about Jesus and I got some shocking results. So we're going to go through that. We're even going to ask artificial intelligence live um, if it can create a story, a creative story about Jesus. But first, before we even get into that, I got a question. What's up? This is the question. Do you feel AI is dangerous? Do you feel AI is dangerous, Kenya? Um, I think it can be. I think, but overall, I think no, but it can be, depending on who's using it, whose intentions are behind the AI, like chat GPT kind of thing. So there's gotta like be an ethical framework around our use of AI. I mean, I mean, that's kind of similar to everything else. There's got to be an ethical framework yeah. to because anything can be abused. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just like, I think going back to the whole crystal conversation, like, you know, it's a pretty rock, but depending on whatever your intentions are behind it, mm-hmm. it can either be used for good or for bad. No, I definitely agree. And I got a Bible verse right here. And our Bible verse is Psalms 115.3. It says, our God is in heaven. He does what he pleases. And that's kind of hinting at the sovereignty of God. And at the end of the day, AI is a kind of just a tool that God has allowed man to create. And like you said, anything, the tools that he allows us to create can either be used for good or be used for evil, depending on the person's intentions and so Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day i think god is you know sovereign over all of it so let's get into this ai reaction i asked artificial intelligence on notion they have a cool ai feature now basically i said what is the impact like write something about the impact of jesus and this is what it came up with can you fix my camera all right so it says impact of jesus it says Jesus Christ is one of the most influential figures in history. His teachings and life stories have impacted countless individuals and societies throughout the world. This essay will explore three major areas in which Jesus' impact has been felt, religion, culture, and morality. So that's what I did. I, I I said, write an essay about the impact of Jesus. And so this is exactly what... Uh, notion came up with and so they split it up into three different categories and then they gave me a conclusion so we're about to go through these categories we're going to say see if it nailed it we're going to see what we think uh, maybe needs to be added subtracted this that and the third so getting in to religion jesus is the central figure of christianity that's a fact so uh, it's not a sickness they 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 get a they get a level up for that. Um, Jesus is a central figure in Christianity, the world's largest religion with over two billion followers. Man, there's over two billion people for resting Christ. His teachings, as recorded in the Bible, have formed the foundation of Christian theology and practices. Jesus's message of love, forgiveness, and salvation has resonated with people for over two thousand years inspiring individuals to seek a close relationship with God and to love and serve others. Do you think that was, that was pretty solid, I thought? That was pretty solid, and this but... Is, what is the but? I think... I don't know. I think it's missing a key point, in the, at, least, at least in the religion aspect of things. Okay. 
expound? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's missing like the resurrection. I don't know if it's getting to that point, but I feel like it's missing that part. So I think uh, uh, when it says like religion, I think it's just more saying like the framework for mm. Christianity. So I think it I think it nailed it. But I do think, yeah, maybe it should have added like be the religion is like solely based be. off of the resurrection. Yeah. Like, because the resurrection is true. That's why we believe that, you know, Jesus is God and he is the Messiah, and that's why we follow his teachings. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. No, I, I definitely agree with that. So let's get into culture. Jesus' impact on culture is vast and far-reaching. His life and teachings have been depicted in art, literature, music, and film throughout the centuries. The influence of Christianity on the Western culture is evident in the art and architecture of Europe, which is true. Like if you go to Europe, you'll see a bunch of just paintings, especially in the churches. Their churches are beautiful. And I like the churches in the US where it's just like mm-hmm. a modern building with a bunch of stage and a bunch of lights. It's it's very beautiful artistic. Archi- yeah, yeah. Artistic <laughs> architecture. It says the literature of Shakespeare and Milton and the music of Bach and Handel um, Christmas and Easter, two of the most widely celebrated holidays in the world, are based on the life and teachings of Jesus. And so that's what it says about how Jesus has shaped culture. Do you, what do you two think about that? I would agree. I have no counter arguments with that. Yeah, I like that. I would, um, I think it almost doesn't even do it justice because. Jesus is embedded into Western cultures or Christianity is embedded into Christian culture so deeply that even if we were to remove it, it would still like we can't remove it. There's no way there's no way we could remove it from society. That's how embedded it is. It's embedded in our constitution. It's embedded in, you know, a lot of our laws. Um, and then not to mention just people's lifestyle. Even if you don't profess Christ, a lot of the moral teachings and virtues that people accept as, yeah, like this is right and wrong directly come from either the teachings of Jesus or the teachings of the Bible. So speaking of right and wrong, let's get into the morality section. Jesus' teachings on morality have had a profound impact on the Western society. His message of compassion, justice, and nonviolence has inspired countless individuals and movements to work for social justice and to fight against oppression and injustice. Oh, that's a bagger Amen. there. Amen to that. The idea of the golden rule, I don't like how it's, uh, <laughs> well, I guess it's, it's not technically called the golden rule. It's just, that's what it's been coined. So that's, that's okay. To treat others as you would like to be treated has become a cornerstone of ethical and moral teachings in many cultures around the world. Yeah. You should always treat people how you would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. I think ultimately because you get treated how you treat people. Mm. Okay. So let's see. Let's go to the conclusion. In conclusion, the impact of Jesus on the world is immeasurable. His teachings and life story have shaped the course of history influencing religion, culture, and morality in profound ways, whether one is a Christian or not. It is impossible to deny the lasting impacts of Jesus that Jesus has had on the world. I mean that I think I think it kind of nailed it. AI gets it. <laughs> yeah, AI gets it. 
why can't you? <laughs> no, but seriously, I think um, I just told it to write an essay, and it gave me three key, like very important, you know, cornerstones as far as like or bullet points to expound on. And so, like, if you're a kid and you're in school, and they were like, "Hey, write a story about this," you just type it into, "Hey, outline me an essay," and yeah. then bam. But I think it's so interesting how. Uh, the interesting thing is you never know they say AI is supposed to be non-biased right it's just spitting out you know facts based on how it was built essentially but how things are built can be built with certain biases so I want to see what would happen what would happen and I think it conveys the message of the gospel well and so one more thing that I want to do before we get out of here is I want to here live, I want to, I want to say, um, let's see, let's just click continue writing, and let's see what it comes up with. All right, so I told it to continue writing, so it gave me basically another paragraph, and let's see if it can stay consistent or. Oh, it's already giving me an apology message. <laughs> it says right here, thank you for your feedback. I apologize for the repeated paragraph. Here is a revised version of the conclusion. <laughs> All right. So we're about to get... Okay, so up here it says, it is also worth noting that Jesus' impact was not limited to the Western world. Christianity has spread to every corner of the globe. And Jesus' teachings have been translated into countless languages. His message of love and salvation continue to resonate with people of all backgrounds and cultures, inspiring them to live or to live lives of compassion and service to others. And so then now in our second conclusion, it says, in conclusion, the impact of Jesus on the world is immeasurable. Wow. And that's kind of big because we always think about God as, you know, being infinite, being omniscient and how we can't really measure up to God, how we can't comprehend God. And even AI is like, hey, it's immeasurable. Um, His teachings and life stories have shaped the course of history, influencing religion, culture, and morality in profound ways, whether one is a Christian or not is impossible. Okay, so that's the repeated part. But but in in conclusion, man, I mean, AI kind of gets it. Mm -hmm. And we have one more Bible verse before we get out of here. And it's just showing you again the sovereignty of God. Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars. I am, I alone am left and they are seeking my life. Amen. See, God, you have any closing thoughts? No. All right. Quality people. This is Quality Life. Make sure you share this with your friend. If you're live, we'll be right back with the Hangout. But if you're not, check out this video below because YouTube is recommending it for you personally. Like for the algorithm. A lot of people tend to try to base their friends off of it. Like, oh, well, I'm a Pisces.
So that means if you're not a cancer, then we can't be friends. Yeah, that's crazy. If you're not basing your friends off the content of their character and you're basing them off of these signs, like, what are you doing? You can argue with theology all day, but there's, you know, certain things that make you a Christian and there's certain fruit that you produce when you are a Christian. And that's how we are able to, you know, tell you apart from the world. And at the end of the day, Jesus is going to separate the wheat from the chaff. All right, it's the quality hangout. It's time to see. Let me see if my camera will focus. There it is. It's time to read your comments and answer your questions. So if you got any questions for us, fill it up in the chat. Looks like we have a very, very thin chat today, but make sure that you, because we don't want to be quality by ourselves. But Luxurious Elements says, Hello. get those home runs. I did hit it inside the parker yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Just hit it. Inside the Parker? Yeah, that means the home run didn't oh. it didn't go over the fence. It just and then you just keep running. She's still learning the whole baseball really softball am. thing. But yeah. But um yeah, so what did y'all think about the whole artificial intel or what did you think about the whole artificial intelligence thing, Kenya? Oh, I just think it's so interesting because I don't know, it's like everyone saw it coming mm -hmm. and now it's here. And now people are trying to figure out, like, does it have to get regulated? How does it need to right. go about? Like, even my school, I'm getting my master's, and I got a notification the other day that said, um, do not use AI or chat GPT yeah, for your essays that out. or I've anything. Heard that, yeah. So it's just very interesting, and I'm glad we did this segment today. That's awesome. Hey, we got somebody else in the chat. Lisa Bell says hello. Hi, Miss Lisa. Hi, Miss Lisa. Do you know who Miss Lisa is? Yeah, you know who Miss Lisa is. Who's Miss Lisa? Miss uh, Lisa and Chuck. We went. They, uh, my parents' friends. Oh yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all you had to say. It's like sometimes I don't remember names. I remember faces. You know. There it is. Shout out to Lisa. Thank you for joining the stream. Um, we do have a um, user video um, that came up that we're going to react to in our Hangout section. So if you have a video, I know uh, Miss Tarvis sends me videos all the time, but if you got a video that you think is funny and you just want to send it our way, we may react to it. So um, this one was from Aunt Cindy, who I think she, she's not in the chat. She's probably taking a nap or something. But just check this out because... They tried to get his baby waves. Oh no! They did give this baby waves, actually. Just, just, oh. just, just, just check this out. It's pretty funny. Uh, people. He's got to do rag on. People, my people. <laughs> Anybody want to tell me just what the hell? <laughs> what, what is, what is, what, why, what in the hell is going on? Why are y'all doing this? This is hold on. <laughs> what do you think, Kenya? They really gave that baby waves. I mean, they did. It looks good, though. It, do, it does look, look good, but you could tell, like, he hasn't even it had his is, first haircut. Yeah, I know. He's still got the baby hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if you want to do, like, people get, some people give their babies Jordan, some people give their kids waves. Matter of preference. Here we Why? go. People can't have nothing. Can't have nothing. Can't even have the baby. Listen, <laughs> there's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. With you making sure that your child has waves. 
but can you wait until the baby's head isn't soft anymore before you get to putting it? <laughs> wait till the baby head solidify. Wait till yeah. they just just can you wait just a little? You <laughs> said wait till that baby head solidified. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm not sure what at what age, at what like age is the baby's head like? I think okay, it's like a year. Cause a year? like yeah, cause I know that's between like. When the baby's born, I don't know how many months, and like a year, that's when they do like the helmet thing right. for baby's heads. So I think it's like a year. So do you think, I need you to turn in your mother motherly instincts. Do you think this baby is over a year? Because I'm not sure. No. It looks like it's maybe. I don't think so. It looks like it's around a year. It looks like fresh baby hair. Oh, uh, that looks fresh, fresh? Ooh, ooh. This is a sickness. All right, let's continue. Why longer? What do y'all think in the so chat? So the baby's head can be hard enough that when you tie a do rag around the baby doggone head. <laughs> oh, he's that's right. I and, agree with that. I agree with that. I didn't think uh, that. Y'all, come on now. <laughs> People can't have nothing. You can't have. Oh, nothing. I hope the I baby's I, head doesn't. I am trying to get myself together. I, to <laughs> I hope the baby's head doesn't like. Mold yeah, incorrectly because of the derog and everything. But also, like when you when you brush to get waves, you have to yeah, you, you have brush, to press down. You gotta brush because like waves come from the compression yeah. from one brushing and then also the compression of the derog. So if you wrapping your baby's head like that tight, I mean I don't know. Maybe I think Schuler King has a has a point here. Here well, we go. I am trying to get myself there to express how I feel. You, y'all got the do rag on the baby and the baby head. The baby neck ain't even strong enough to hold up <laughs> the dog on weight of the do rag. The do rag don't weigh nothing but the baby neck. That's a newborn neck. That's a brand new neck. Fresh out the womb neck. That's a fresh huh? neck. Still got afterbirth on it. You done oh. slapped the do rag on the baby head, <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the baby head ain't neck ain't even strong enough to hold up the weight of the do rag. But you trying to make sure he got the three sixties? I ain't mad at the uh, not the three sixty. Yeah, I mean they they because it looks like they brushing all of it. It wasn't just like oh let me just try like the top to see what will happen. Man, I I mean. I hope this baby turns out to be a wonderful member of society. I really do. We have a comment. What is the comment? We have... You just covered yourself right up. It says, <laughs> just my opinion. I think too young for the waves. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you, Miss Tarva Mac. I think that baby is a little too young to be, you know... I think you just need to let babies just be babies. Be babies yeah. Just let them run around. Let them have... This, let them have that. You shouldn't be worried about their head, yeah. Let's see. Lisa Bell says. I would say baby for the six months. We shape our baby's head. Might have a funny shaped head, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, level up for that. Let's get back into these. Did you you want your child to have three? Just wait. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Can you wait till the baby start talking? Can we make sure that the baby's healthy <laughs> before we make sure he's spinning, please? Now that's a good point. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we try to we try to make our babies and kids do like grown stuff sometimes. When in reality, it's just like back to what we were just saying earlier. Just like let the kid just be. 
Let yeah. the kid just be. Now, I don't think this is like a sin or yeah. like a mortal sin or like this parent needs to, like they need to call child protective service. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, this is kind of, this is kind of wild, but kind of cool at the same time. So yeah, like it works. <laughs> it works, but it, yeah. So yeah, that's why we're passing it to you guys. Like, what do you, what do y'all really think about this? Leave it in the comments. I am not, look, you, these young kids do what you want. Y'all, please, ladies and gentlemen. Kids are not objects. These are human beings. Okay? I hate when people, they my kids. I do what I want to do. That is not a car. Okay? <laughs> that is not something for you to accessorize. Okay? I don't care how you feel. If I offend you, to hell with you. I'm sorry. That is not, a child is not it's something that you accessorize. All right? <laughs> Make sure to. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, it is. So yeah, a child isn't something you accessorize. It's some something that you should be nurturing and building up. Like I said, I hope this kid becomes a productive member of society. But a part of that is raising them up properly from the time that they're born. Raise them up in the way they should go. Right, and so and another thing is like if you if your goal for your child is to accessorize them, that's kind of what they grow up and they become. So consumed with the material world, it's like, oh, I got to have the waves, I got to have the Jordans, I got to have this, I got to have that. And they don't focus so much on their character, on their soul, on what they can do for others. And so, and I'm not saying that this is going to go on with this person or anything. I'm just kind of making a point at the focus of our culture sometimes is more on, oh, look at this, rather than, hey, we're we're building a strong society that can live on past us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this kind of whole thing kind of makes me think of or at least what he said about not accessorizing your children there's like there was this popular thing going around on tiktok where a mom put fake tattoos on her baby like it was a baby oh baby. yeah i remember that yeah yeah and everyone was like what's wrong with you yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So Lisa Bell has a comment. She said, we live vicariously through our children. And yeah, sometimes that's a bad thing because uh, growing up playing sports, I, I saw dads try to do this with their kids all the time. Um, they weren't able to make it to higher levels of their sport or whatever. And so now they're pushing their kids super hard. Like, no, you got to do this. You got to practice. They yell at them when they don't do good. And sometimes a kid, you know, Maybe sometimes there is a place where you need to get on them a little bit, but yelling at your kid just because you want them to be something that they're not quite yet, that's not how you get them to be great. You get them to be great by teaching them to be disciplined and pushing them to greatness rather than you know, beating them down. Because I've seen so many athletes growing up, young athletes, quit their sport and say, I don't even like this sport because their dad was just... Or in some cases, their mom was just so hard on them, like, no, you got to do this, you got to do that, because you got to make it to college, and you got to make it professional, because your dad wasn't able to live out his dreams, so you got to do it. No, it it gets crazy. And so, yeah, Lisa, you're you right on the nose. We live vicariously through our children, and I don't have kids yet. And, I mean, I, there's a certain aspect where you probably can't help it. Like, I mean, they're your, they're your offspring. So you have but like you, this idea for them. Right, right. Of. But we got, a, we got ideas for everything, right, um, of how we think a person should be. But we need to make sure that it is within an ethical framework of and, living yeah. by biblical virtues, which is what we preach here. Yeah, and also, like, at least how I, I'm going to go into motherhood whenever that comes mm -hmm. is 
ensuring that my kids or being prayerful that my kids are being who God intended for them to be. So helping me prepare them to be who God intended for them to be kind of thing. So I like that. I like that. Let's finish out this video. Baby's healthy first. Make sure that the baby all right. We don't know if the baby got problems. You out here already accessorizing, brushing the baby hair. The baby's skull soft all up in through here. Huh? The baby going to have bristle impressions all on this doggone brain. Because you don't want to wait for, for the doggone skull bones to connect and solidify. <laughs> That's crazy. <sighs> I don't look, man. I, the waves look nice, but I it's do. baby hair. All babies' hair look nice. <laughs> All baby hair is soft. Look, nothing wrong with the three sixties. Nothing wrong. Just wait. Just wait a while. It's all right. It's okay. Just, just wait. All right. God. <laughs> and so that is the end of that. So takeaway here. Don't accessorize your kid. Let your kids be kids. Let your kids be kids. And, you know, develop that character in them from a young age. Let's uh, let's see. We got a couple more comments. Knowing or learning what your child's strengths are. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. a big thing. Um, But you also have to understand your strengths and weaknesses and develop that self-awareness so that you're able to assess other people as namely your kids especially um and that's that's how people develop that character and grow up to be you know good members of society is because they're self-aware they know they're what they're good at they know what they're not good at and they're able to conduct themselves accordingly so very good comments got anything else um t-mac says oh you're saying it i remember how it was when my oldest was a cheerleader and the youngest was in soccer the things you hear let the children be children yes yes let the Mm. kids be kids that's it that's it okay guys uh we're about to get into our final topic so if you're live make sure you stay live in the chat if you are watching this on the replay check out this video from youtube next we'll be right back make sure that you like for the algorithm You can argue with theology all day, but there's, you know, certain things that make you a Christian and there's certain fruit that you produce when you are a Christian. And that's how we are able to, you know, tell you apart from the world. And at the end of the day, Jesus is going to separate the wheat from the chaff. You can give three seconds just like smiling at someone saying, hi, how's your day going? Or three seconds in a way of grace, like if someone makes you upset, like take three seconds, just breathe and be like, okay. Crazy clients. We, you can't make this up. A divorced woman demands a refund from wedding photographer mm-hmm. four years later. Mm. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. Quality people, this is the quality life. Make sure Fight you. For the algorithm. Because we don't want to be quality by ourselves. This is an article 
that we found that I that I ran into and I saw, and we're gonna go through it before we gotta get on out of here. But that's what the title says. Let me let's just get into it. it says divorced woman demands refund from wedding photographer four years later. What what is your reaction to that? Uh, no. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> How about no? That's what's hilarious. That to, yeah. My initial thought is, what's that have to do with a photographer? Right. Yeah. Because it's like it's it's like four years later. So we want to ask you guys in the chat a question because we know that y'all have probably faced some crazy clients or customers or what have you. So we have this question for you. That's not the question. Sorry, guys. This is the question. <laughs> what is the craziest situation you have ever faced at work? That's a question for you guys in the chat. What about you? Can you have you? Do you have any crazy? Oh yeah, I'm sure there are a lot. But I guess at the top of my head, um, there was at my yeah, there was this time where I was given a project. That no one else knew how to do that's been worked on for two years before I got there. And I was given the project to complete and do. And and there was a point where I was getting rushed into completing it or getting to a certain point in it. And I had no direction. So that was pretty crazy. Okay. Well, let's get into this. Divorce woman demands refund. Are you going to share yours? No, I'm not. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> all right. So we are now divorced. I will need a refund of an amount we paid. And these are the text messages. We're now divorced. I will need a refund of an amount we paid you because we don't need them anymore. And the white photographer says, pardon me? <laughs> this has to be a joke, right? And so and he said that to, um, two minutes later. So the article starts off. It says, the South... African wedding photographer this week received what he calls the craziest request he has ever heard in his career. A woman whose wedding he shot four years ago in 2019 is demanding a full refund for the wedding photography because she got divorced and doesn't need them anymore. That's crazy. Um, And then it goes on to say that the, the wedding photographer says, I was doing a photo shoot at her friend's birthday party, oh, Romeo says. Then the friend told me that she has a friend who's getting married and needs a photographer. Then I told her, you can give her my number. That same night when I got home, that lady contacted me and told me she needs a photographer. She told me the wedding was in Durban, her husband's hometown. And so Romeo says (laughs) that uh, he quoted her... Uh, 15,000 South African Rand, which is about $850. The couple negotiated it down to 12,000 Rand, about $650. And then the agreement was basically reached. So now check this out, guys. After the wedding, I came back home and sent the pictures to them and I moved on because, you know, that's what happens in the regular world. Happy clients, they love the pictures and that was that. Or so I thought. Fast forward four years, and Romeo received an unexpected message on Monday from the woman on the instant messaging app, WhatsApp. So this wasn't even, (laughs) this man hit her on WhatsApp. That's crazy. All right. So Romeo initially thought she she would ask to hire him again for 
another photo shoot of some sort. But he was taken aback when the woman explained that she had since gotten divorced and was now requesting a refund since she no longer needed the photo. That's an L right there. So let's see. It says, hi, Romeo. How are you? And then she forgot the question mark, so she, she got us in the question mark. It says, I don't know if you still remember me. You did a photo shoot for me at my wedding in Durban in 2019. So she's actually kind of already acknowledging like, hey, like you may, not even, you may not even remember me because it's been so long. And I know you've probably done countless other weddings. But, hey, do you remember me? And he says, hey, I'm okay. Thank you. Yeah, I remember you basically. He says, well, I'm now divorced. This is just a plot twist of the century. <laughs> well, I'm now divorced. And those pictures and are in those pictures, I and my ex-husband don't need them anymore. You did a wonderful job. What? Hold up. Hold up. You did a wonderful job on him, but they went to waste as we are now divorced. Is that his fault though? Is that his fault? No, it's not. I will need a refund of an amount. Of the amount we paid you because we don't need them anymore. So here's my question though. Is she gonna um is she gonna split this with her ex-husband or does she just want all the money? Um she probably just wants the money. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, yeah, we don't need them anymore, but you need to refund uh, because me. Because like even at the top, she said something like, You took pictures of me. She didn't say us. She didn't say me and my ex-husband. Right. She said me. It sounds like Shawty's down bad and she, she needs that pay because it sounds like she left her husband and maybe she's trying to scrap and get some money anyway. She, I, I don't know her exact situation. I'm kind of reading into it. But it just seems like, why, why would you ask somebody who did a service for you four years later That's like- that you liked to give you a refund because of your failings in a sense yeah what were you gonna say i was just gonna say that's like going to like a restaurant and four years later you're like eh, you didn't sit right with my stomach anymore because you happen to have a stomach ache right it was like yeah the refund shrimp was kind of bad i'm gonna i'm gonna need a refund here's the receipt like <laughs> it's crazy and so that's when he says pardon me this has to be a joke right and she says no dear i'm very serious See, I would think that you were serious if you would have put a period there, but you didn't put the period, so. So she's not that serious. She's not that serious. And then uh, the photographer says, I'm very sorry to hear that you and your husband divorced, but as I'm sure you can figure out that that's not going to happen. <laughs> He's just like, nah, like, yeah, it's you're not getting this refund. Photography is a non-refundable service. Once I've already delivered to you the service and the pictures, I can't refund you because I can't untake the pictures. Take care now. <laughs> He's just like, deuces. Amen. Amen to that, man. I like it. All right, so now we're back into the article. Um, going to the, um, it says, well, or it basically just says, kind of highlighting the text that we said, you did a wonderful job, but now they're wasted. Woe is me. Woe is me. Um, and then it says, the woman then escalates the demand by threatening to get lawyers involved. Sickness. That's crazy. All right, so let's see what she says. She says, that is something you must have in your contract that no refunds, but 
it's crazy. It's like four years later. Like any reasonable person's gonna think, hey, like no, like yeah, the service is done. Like even okay, you know, usually re- refunds are like thirty days. Right. Four years. Come on. It's crazy. Well, and also it's like, and this is South Africa, so they might have slightly different rules as well. But once, so like, if you go to a car wash, right, and you get your car cleaned or whatever you don't sign like this physical contract that says hey if you don't like the way the car wash cleaned it um it's non-refundable you don't have to it's already implied Mm -hmm. and so you don't have to sign she's 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 saying like hey there you need there wasn't in the contract but it like doesn't have to be because it's like a service it's like once the service once you agree upon the terms of the service and they're completed then it's like that's it and I may have to ask my mom uh, about that yeah, further, yeah. but that's how I understand it, at least. All right. And so she says, I understand it's not your fault, but you are a business. And as such, you must be able to grant refunds. Must. <laughs> well, hold up. I can grant refunds, but I'm Wait. not granting you a refund for a product I did four years ago and you like just because you and your husband got divorced. That ain't got nothing to do with me. And then he says, no, ma'am, you're not entitled to my refund. I would like to remain professional with you and just reassure you that you will not (laughs) be getting a refund. (laughs) All caps. It's bad enough you want a refund four years later. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunately embarrassing on your part. So (laughs) Daryl, I've never seen that contraction before. So there will be no refund Okay, thanks. Take care now. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's just like deuces. And then she says, "You will be hearing from my lawyer. I've forwarded him everything." Sharp. And he says, "LOL. I'm sure I'm still being pranked. There's just no way. You can't make this up. Am I right? Look, I'm really sympathize with you on the divorce. I can imagine what you went through, but this." What? I think it's supposed to be can't. Yeah. But this is not the way to deal with it. Other than that, there's really nothing more I can do for you. I mean, and it's crazy that she's still like pressing the issue. So that's why I had the theory like, man, maybe she's just down bad and she just really needs money. So she's just going down people trying to get refunds from anybody that she can. And then um, later it says, good morning, Romeo. <laughs> it's fine. Then let our lawyers deal with it. At least refund 70% of the money, <laughs> and I can move on and heal from everything. Oh, my God. You need to heal? The heal? refund's going to heal you. Right. Man, I didn't know money was like medicine. I thought money just bought you medicine. Yeah, he needs to put her on the block ministry. Man, that's crazy. And then, oh, and then now look what she says. She says, where are you? I'm in... Joburg, I think that's Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Can we meet and discuss this issue way forward? Now you want to date me? Oh, no. You're not trapping me like you trapped your last husband. Oh, I think that's, that's not a bit happening, much. man. I think that's a bit much. That was probably a stretch, <laughs> but, you know. Okay, so so there goes that. <laughs> and she, and so th- then we get down to here. This guy. And he now he's just like okay this is just getting this is ridiculous. Tell your lawyer to call. No, me. the <laughs> just no. <laughs> Tell your lawyer to call me. Yeah, and then she's just like okay. So I'm not sure did, if uh, I'm not sure if the lawyer called, but 
that's that's as far as we've gotten so far. He did better than what I would have done. I like at the very first part when right. he was like, "This is a joke, right?" And when she was like, "No," I would have just been like, "Block." I think I think he's still trying to figure out at this point if he's getting pranked or not. Because it seems like he's getting punked. And so he's just trying to, he's kind of poking the bear, trying to say like, hey, is this? Until they're like, you've been punked. Is this real? Like I'm waiting for the the HD cameras and the crew to come out. Initially, he said, initially, I thought I was being pranked, Romeo says. I thought she was joking and that she would tell me why she was contacting me and she was trying to be funny. So I responded the way I responded, thinking there's no way she's this crazy and would tell me it's a joke. But I responded that way in case she's seriously serious, and it turns out that she is serious. So that was kind of confusing. Basically saying like, hey, I was kind of playing around at first because I thought she wasn't serious and I thought she was going to say, hey, it's a joke. And then I realized that she wasn't. And then I was like, okay, I need to nip this in the bud to kind of protect myself. Uh, but then she just kept going. It's just, yeah, this is just a crazy situation. I've come across some crazy clients, but not like this. She takes the cake. She has threatened, she has threatened to sue me for defamation of character. What? <laughs> she can't. Because she was never identified publicly. Uh, but maybe she thought it, I'd be intimidated. It's been hilarious. I don't want to lie. The lady still has not let on. She's adamant that she needs to get her money back. She's really serious. And she still wants me to meet up with her. I don't even know what to say anymore because it's the craziest thing dude, I have experienced dude, in this line her. of work. Well, he can't now because the, the lady's like suing her or suing, suing him. him. But he can still block her if it's just between the lawyers. He doesn't I mean, have yeah, to have he, communication he with her. But I mean, he's still he's still linked to her now. I wonder, like, if she's doing this to any other person. Oh, I believe it. Like that has given her a service, and they just didn't go public with it, like this photographer did. But this is just a wild story. She probably has, because character, you know. Right, right. But yeah, that's we want to hear your thoughts. What do you guys think of that? Because I thought that was just one of the craziest things I've heard. Let's go to the comments, Kenya. T-Mac says, no refund. Four years later. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, T-Mac. We got Son Miss Sonia in the house. She says, this is so ridiculous. By her logic, she should return every wedding gift from all of her wedding guests. Ooh, that's bars. Yeah. I mean, that's the same logic. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be consistent. Uh, yeah, imagine that. if that was a thing though. Like, if you got divorced, hey, I need that money back that we paid you for my wedding. Huh. He's like, well, did you did you go? Well, is she gonna sue the venue? Oh, or the venue or the wedding planner? All, is she is she gonna questions. take her wedding dress back? Is all she gonna get her? I'm, I'm sure she's probably pressing it all. She's she like, she's trying to grab any any money that she can. Yeah, that's crazy. What else we got out there? You got a judge would throw the case out and likely advise you seek counseling. Oh, that's straight from a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So All right. That. That's it, guys. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun, quality people. Make sure that you share this with a quality friend. We're going to be back tomorrow, probably a little earlier, probably around 5. But until then, make sure you like for the algorithm.